Everything and anything, top to bottom. Thoughts and theories by yours truly, me, Drew. City life to country boy, a golden gal pal to sports enthusiast, spa nights to camping, wine to beer. Yes, it's all rolled up into one. Funny takes on the everyday life as observed and experienced by me. Take a listen. This is the Drew Han Show. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Drew Han Show. I'm your host, Drew Han. How are we all doing out there? We have another great episode for you here. I want to kind of set the mood, first of all. Here in Wisconsin, it is March, and it's starting to warm up. We've had a little warm spell here. The snow is melting, which is great. Uh, with this warm snow, warm spell and the quick melting snow, it's created kind of a fog in the area lately, just an ongoing fog. It's kind of pretty. Anyways, I was in Walmart, and uh, I, if you know me, I, you know I love the wax scents, you know, as you put in the burner and melt and everything. Oh, I just, I'm obsessed. Anyways, there was one in Walmart called Smoky Gray Mist, and I thought, and I showed a little picture of the, of the woods and this gray mist in the woods or whatever, and I thought, that is perfect. That is what I need to be burning right now. So I'm just going to take a little whiff, because I just like to smell the cubes in the, in, the, in the container all the time. Oh, it smells great. Anyway, so that's burning in the background as we do this podcast. So mood set, welcome aboard. What's all new with you guys? Quick update. If you listened to the last podcast, we had, uh, I introduced my two new plants into the, into my life. <laughs> I bought plants. I'm not a big plant person. I try to keep them alive. It's been a battle of mine all my life, really. And so I'm going to do this thing. And so me and my sister had gone to the local uh, greenhouse and bought plants or whatever. And so I bought this little, little, little tree thing. It's cute. It's like a little miniature tree. Um, and we named it Leafy. For obvious reasons. And then I bought some lavender because I want to eventually make a lavender simple syrup. And you need lavender to do that. And, of course, there's no lavender available right now. So I have to grow this thing. So I'm watering them. I'm keeping an eye on them. And so far, so good. I'm only one week in, really. So we'll see how this goes. So I also want to just briefly tell you this. If you want to see a good movie, go see Eddie the Eagle. Wow, is this great. Me and my friend Deb went and saw this. Um, well, we both love the Olympics, and this is the story of an Olympic ski jumper from Britain, and there was no real Olympic ski jumping team, and he really just wanted to be a part of the Olympics, so he learned to ski jump and got in, and this just this awesome tale of perseverance, and he came in last at the Olympics, but the, the point was that he wanted to get there and land these jumps, and a heartfelt, true story, I have to say, and great music, it's set in the 80s, Hugh Jackman is featured in it, and he looks amazing in this movie, by the way. So if you want to see a hot Hugh Jackman, go see this movie. And it was just all around. I mean, it was an emotional, a good emotional, though. And I'm trying to hold back the tears of joy till the end because I just, I only want to cry once because I'm not going to be able to get through this. So just wait for the end. And it came and it was beautiful. And this is a movie that I would go see again. I don't like to see a lot of movies twice. I will. I have from time to time. But this is one I'm just, I constantly think about and just this, satisfaction I got from it, you know, it's just great, every scene from start to finish was great, so go see Eddie the Eagle, I highly recommend this, so my name is Drew, as I mentioned, (laughs) and I kind of got a story to go with that, so here's the deal, where I work, I have to make the bank deposits for my business, and so I've gotten to know the ladies at the branch a little bit, and so I come in on a weekly basis, and so we have a good repertoire going, 
And so finally one of the gals is like, hey, we don't really know your name in here and here all the time. And I said, oh, maybe I shouldn't give my real name because they kind of called me trouble. You know, who's, oh, trouble's here, you know, because I might forget to stamp the back of the check or something. I'm just a rebel like that. And so they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, what? I don't know if I should give my real name. And then they start to guess or whatever. And then so finally I say to them, well, you know, it's Drew. And like, oh, okay. And one of the girls says, you look like a Drew. <laughs> and I just kind of laughed in my head and laughed as I left the bank. I'm like, gee, that's a good thing because my name is Drew. And I hope I, I fit the, the the picture because that's all I've ever known is myself as Drew. So I kind of think I, I I look like a Drew. And But to be honest, I think I'm an original Drew. The name really took off after I was named it. So uh, kudos mom and dad for that. Got another story for you as life goes on. This podcast is about anything and everything. Just my my the, the the things I go through in life, not just about the topics in the world, but my experiences and the little experiences. So I'm going to do that today, and this is what it's about. So here's the deal. Who likes Rubens? Raise your hand. Even if you're just listening, raise your hand. Put it in the air. It's good exercise, too. I... Like, I'm trying to cook for myself more. I'm not a great cook, and I'm not really, you know, just someone, I'm not someone who can just throw stuff together like other people, and I wish I was. I wish I could cook for other people better. And so I'm really latching on to Pinterest, first of all, to remind me of these things I want to cook. Pinterest is great. I highly recommend it. You just keep a running list of all the things you want to do in the world. Try, make, blah de blah and so, you know those tasty videos that are going around right now on Facebook? They show you how to quickly make and put things together to eat. Love them. They're awesome. And so I'm pinning a lot of those things. One thing, I love Reuben sandwiches, okay? So there was a Reuben casserole that they were demonstrating on the Facebook. And I thought, oh, my God, I love Reuben's. Why not try this Reuben casserole? So my other friend Cooper was up one weekend, and uh, we're like, let's make this Cuban, Reuben, Cuban, <laughs> Reuben casserole dish. So now I have to go to the store beforehand and get all these ingredients. Pause for a drink of water because I'm talking a lot here. And so this this Reuben calls for some ingredients, some a little far-fetched. I, you know, I, have, I don't cook a lot, so everything's far-fetched really for me to go by. The first ingredient that kind of threw me for a loop unexpectedly was Swiss cheese. I need Swiss cheese, obviously, for a good Reuben. So I'm in the Walmart area of, you know, the cheese department, if you will. And I'm, I'm just hundreds of hanging cheeses. Hanging cheeses, <laughs> you know, how the shredded cheese is packaged and hanging. So I'm eyeballing it up, just tons and tons and tons of bags of medium shredded cheddar cheese. Is that what, how you would say it? And I'm like, wow, people must buy this by the Dickens. Why are there like six, seven rows up and down of this medium shredded cheddar cheese? No, shredded cheddar cheese. Yeah, whatever, sharp. No, cheddar America? I don't know. Because I like sharp cheddar cheese. Here's the first thing. You can't buy, like, thick, sharp cheddar cheese very well. It's all that minced little thin, thin, thin stuff. I'm like, come on. Moo point. My point is cheese. <laughs> Swiss cheese, to be exact. You know what? I'm in the, the cheese department. I'm staring at all the cheeses. Staring and staring. Looking like an idiot. Because I'm just trying to find Swiss cheese shredded. That's what I needed. Shredded Swiss cheese. So try saying that three times fast. Shredded Swiss cheese. Shredded Swiss cheese. Shredded Swiss cheese. I did it. And so I'm looking like a fool as I sit here and stare at cheese. And I realize there is no shredded Swiss cheese. I'm like, why is there no shredded Swiss cheese? There is tons of other shredded cheeses, but no Swiss. Like every Parmesan and your, and your three cheese mix and your, and your, and your Colby and your Jack. And I think that's one of the same, but I'm just like, there's every kind of Swiss cheese, every, I mean, every kind of shredded cheese, but no Swiss shredded cheese. I'm like, ah. So now I'm going to have to buy a block of cheese and shred it myself. 
Next comes, well, how much cheese do I need to get? The recipe calls for four cups of cheese. Well, how much cheese is that? How much do I need to buy to, <laughs> to get four cups of Swiss cheese, shredded Swiss cheese? So now I'm trying to Google this in the middle of Walmart, still standing by the cheese, mind you. And I have a bad reception in Walmart, so of course things aren't Googling very well. My phone's about to die, and I'm just like, oh, I just need to buy cheese. So finally I get the answer of how much a pound of cheese equals four cups of cheese shredded. So I'm like, perfect, that's how they come, a pound. I'll just buy it. So now I'm trying to decide which brand of Swiss cheese I want because I picked up one and then I turned around, you know, one of those little middle things. You just grab those bins, you know, in the middle of Walmart aisles. So I'm like, oh, they had Wisconsin cheese. I'm like, I really should just buy Wisconsin cheese. So now I'm switching out cheeses and I'm like, great. Okay, pause for a moment on the Reuben casserole. Katie and I are also going to be making a, a vegetable side dish and I found this corn dish that looked delicious. You boil corn. Delicious. <laughs> you boil corn. Shave it off. I, I, that was the whole thing I wanted to go for, was boiling and shaving the corn off. just looked fresh and tasty. And so, and then you mix these ingredients together to kind of give it some jazz. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yes, let's do this. Well, this corn combo mix dish thing called for queso fresco cheese. Raise your hands again if you've ever heard of queso fresco cheese. This boy hadn't because I don't cook. And so I'm like, what the hell is queso fresco cheese? And I'm sure I'm not going to find this in Walmart because I couldn't find shredded Swiss cheese. Their hell is not going to have queso fresco cheese so i turn back to the oh you know me i'm still in walmart in the in that cheesy area <laughs> and i turn back to go look at the 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 hanging cheese section and i'm they, next to the, the regular block cheeses and everything and so i finally see eyed up right away queso fresco cheese and i'm like goodness gracious what are the what are the odds i'm mean, like couldn't find shredded swiss cheese but bam there's queso fresco cheese something i completely would have never expected to be in walmart apparently it must be a lot more popular than i thought i don't know why it has really no flavor and doesn't do anything justice you don't really need it just adds a little texture to the to the dish i guess you know a little little curb appeal if you will so i bought the queso fresco cheese now back to the room and casserole i need to get corned beef obviously that's in a room and casserole and so, or people like pastrami, and, and I, I want the corned beef. So now I slide over to the meat area, because that's just, you know, one section down from the hanging cheeses, and now you have the hanging meats. And so, <laughs> I'm trying to look for, you know, a package. I need, like, a pound of corned beef. And so I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, they're not going to have a pound of corned beef. I don't think this is something they just cut up on the daily and package for people, because who's buying a pound of shaved corn? Cut, slin, slin, thinly sliced corned beef. That's what I needed. You know, and so they have the little teeny tiny packages that make like a sandwich worth, but I'm like, no, I need a pound. So I'm like, that means I have to go to the deli department now and get and have them cut the cut the meat for me. I don't do this a lot. I'm not well versed in meats and like how I order it, you know, so I, I mosey up to the Walmart deli and I'm like, hey, I need some corned beef. I see it in the little window. And they're going to have to, you know, cut it down, slice it down. So she asked me, you know, how did you want your corned beef? And I'm like, oh, shit. I know this is a meat question. I don't know how to answer this. I think it has something to do with how they're cutting it. So I just go with what I know. I need thinly sliced corned beef. So I'm like, thin. I'll take it thin. <laughs> so it seemed to, she read my mind. She understood what I was saying. So that must be the thing you say when you want to order corned beef. So she goes down a little ways in her department to the meat cutter, thinner, slicer, shavy thing. And so she's cutting this corned beef, doing her thing, doing her thing, doing her thing. And so she holds up. She also asked if I wanted it shaved. I'm like, no, I don't want it shaved. I just want it slim, thinly sliced. For not knowing meat lingo, I knew shaved was not going to be the right answer. So she she moseys down. She's cutting it, and so she hangs it up in the air way down there for me to see. And she's like, how's this? And I'm like, I, I can't see from here. I don't know. I just needed it thin. Cut it thin. I'm like, it looks great. It looked a little shredded, but 
Shaved, I mean, sorry, shaved. But I was like, who cares at this point? Just give me my pound of corned beef so I can get out of here. A really enlightening experience, though, because I felt very grown up ordering this corned beef over the counter. And so, you know, like, ooh, I'm cooking something, I'm cooking something, I'm cooking something. All right, I'm using the meats, the meats, the meats in the deli. So now I have the corned beef. I got the cheese. Now, another ingredient I have never really heard of or thought to have bought is um, a seasoning that was called for for this Reuben casserole. It was caraway seeds. Who's heard of caraway seeds? Again, hands in the air, hands in the air. So I'm like, all right, I mosey to the seasoning aisle. And I get down there, and I'm thinking, I'm just going to buy one of those little bottles of the McCormick seasonings. You know, I'm like, they got to have that. I'm thinking, but this is northern Wisconsin, and the Walmarts are less, you know, variety, if you will. So I'm like, oh, we'll see if I find this with my luck. But, I've, you know, I found the queso fresco. I managed to work my way through the Swiss cheese debacle, and I got me some good corned beef, you know. So now I'm in the seasoning aisles. I'm looking at the little McCormick bottles, and I'm like, oh, they don't have – and it's all in alphabetical order, you know. So I'm, I see that I'm not going to be able to uh, get caraway seed. They don't have it. So I'm like, shucks. But I'm kind of still looking at all the seasonings, and I see some other brands top shelf. And I noticed – I'm like, oh, here's some random ingredients. And I'm like, I see an uh, – a, a section that's kind of empty, like there's no none of the seasonings, but I, I take a little gander at its tag. What is it? Caraway seed. So this Walmart has the caraway seed, but they're out of it. Like, what is the deal? Like, who is all of a sudden buying all this caraway seed? You know, did everyone see this Reuben casserole dish at the same time and said, damn, I need to buy caraway seed? So I'm like, shucks almighty. Which, that means I have to do another trip to uh, a different grocery store just to get me some damn caraway seed. But needless to say, long story long, we made this Reuben casserole dish and the corn dish, both delicious. I highly recommend it. It's on my Pinterest page You in my Pinterest completed folder. I like to move things. It makes me feel accomplished into this folder. But delicious. And I want to make this for people. I can cook this. It was the best thing I've ever made. And I couldn't believe I made it, you know, with the help of Katie Cooper, of course. And so we had this Reuben sandwich or this Reuben casserole and our corn dish, which was delicious. And then Bloody Marys with it. I mean, that is my favorite thing. Reuben casseroles and Bloody Marys. Like put those two together and some corn. Heaven. I'm in heaven. So we did this and it was delicious. All right, we're back. Now, going along with food and that kind of thing, you need something to drink with it, right? Who likes wine? Put your hands in the air. I think that's the pretty much everybody likes wine here and there at some form, shape, or another. But how do you buy your wine? You know, everyone picks wines differently. Some people like to choose by label. Some people like to choose by flavor or type, you know, Pinot Grigio, White Zinfandel, Pinot Noir, you know, all those good types. And others, you know, go by price and others go by... I, I don't know. There's potential. Professionals probably have great things to say about how to choose your wine. I do not. I came coined myself something that just made me giggle in my head when I said it out loud to myself because that's my life. I am a price buying wine guy. That's right. <laughs> I uh, was in the store and I need. I wanted a bottle of wine the other day. Now, I buy my wines with, with two thoughts in mind: price and then how drunk I want to get. <laughs> because and then by label, of course. Labels are important. I think they really grab your attention. But the reason I say that is because um, if it's just a weekday and I want to have a glass of wine, really that's a bottle because I can't just have one glass of wine. I'm a, I'm a drink a bottle kind of guy in a night. Well, I live in Wisconsin. What else am I going to do? You know, I got to find some way to get in touch with my emotions. You know, by the end of that night, I'm a ball of tears. But anyway, that's another podcast, but maybe more for therapy. And so I know I need to buy my wine. If I want to get really sloppy drunk, 
I'm buying dark wines. The red Merlots, the Zinfandels, those really do me in. If I want to keep it light and fluffy, I'm going to go with my white wines, you know? Uh, so that, that's just what I've been learning. I mean, obviously, the, hot, the darks are more alcoholic content. So that's my first thing. Like, how drunk do I want to get? And then the next thing I'm thinking is I like to buy wine. I buy it a lot. I'm not going to spend a lot of money on the day-to-day basis. I'm a cheap wine kind of guy. I don't really give two flying fucks what kind of wine it is. I just want it cheap, and I want it now. <laughs> I've tried a lot of wine in my time, though, so I'm I'm pretty well a good connoisseur. I just want to go with what I'm in the mood. Pinot Noir, Pinot Grigio, you know, a Chenin Blanc, a Sauvignon Blanc. Like, what, kind of my, what am I in the mood for that, that way? And then go cheap. Or, but I want to, like, what, what, how do you judge your wine ratio cost level? You know, so, like, you have your four ninety nine, five ninety nine bottles of wine. That's just, get me into the store, get me out of the store, I just need a cheap bottle of wine. I'm not spending a lot. Just need my bottle to get me through the night. So that's usually the, the, the end, the, the direction I go. But then you move it up a level, and you, you think, I'm going to be a little more nicer. I want to try something a little different. I want to have a little more full flavor. So that's when you max out at, like, the ten ninety nine range. You know what I'm talking about? when you up the ante a little bit. I just recently tried a wine that was in the 1099 range and I loved it, you know. So I'm like, and when there's a little more bank in the little more um what dollar bills in the in the bank, then you 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 kind of up. You're not you're willing to spend a little bit more, you know. So I and so then and then after that you have your 1599 bottles if you will. And then it go pretty much anything above that, of course, is expensive wine. And but I'm not going to buy no not one to buy like a $20 bottle of wine. That's just ridiculous to me. I'm sure they're lovely and taste delicious and less hangover, who blah, 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 but I'm just not spending that kind of money on the rate that I buy wine. is impossible to do. <laughs> so the, 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 uh, I'll move up to the $15 re- region very slimly, though, and I'm very particular. The only time I'm about to spend that much money on a bottle of wine is when it has my name on the label. And by that, I'm going to give a little throw. Yes, there is a wine with my name on it, Han Wines, H-A-H-N. Delicious wines. I'm, I'm probably a little... Um, on the bias side of that, you know, but they're great. They're delicious, and there's tons of flavors. And so those are like $15.99, $12.99, $16.99 kind of bottles of wine. And so I love to buy those and give them to people and be like, here, look at this wine that's in my family. Really, it's not my family. I'd love to find some kind of connection where it was, but it's, they're just the same last name, just coincidence, really. Um, but it's from the Han Winery and um, Vineyards out in California. So I definitely want to tour some that someday in my life and that is in a pinterest folder called travel and so anyways i've just declared myself a price buying wine guy All right, we're going to circle back to Walmart because that's where I pr- pretty much spend my entire life these days is Walmart. It doesn't help that my sister also works at Walmart. So it's just an all-around family adventure when you go to Walmart. I uh, To start this story out, I recently got a new vehicle, and it's the first time I've had a DVD player in the second row. And so a friend of mine pointed out you should get some backup DVDs for when you're on the road and you want something to watch or whatever, what have you not. And I'm like, yes, yes, that's a great idea. So I go to Walmart and I go to the $5 section. Who's familiar with that? Everyone knows that. You know, you just, it's just a bin in the, in the movie area and you just rifle through it trying to find a good, good buy, something you like or willing to try on a $5 budget. And so I hit the, the movie bin and I'm kind of circling through there trying to figure out the things I want to buy. 
and or something movies that'll grab me. And now it's I've noticed this five dollar bin is now reduced to three dollars. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, we're going cheap. I'm I'm sure DVDs are going to be obsolete. Another story. Move on. So I'm rifling through this, and another gentleman is also in the movie bin area. Well, he's in one, and then he comes over to the same bin I'm searching in. And now this is your typical Walmart, northern Wisconsin kind of guy. Older than me, 30 years maybe, 20 years, I shouldn't be so ageist. Uh, Sweatpants, a little overweight, the flannel shirt, the messy hair, the scraggly beard, you know, and just, yep, okay, Walmart kind of guy. And so I'm rifling through these movies. I'm kind of like him hawing what I want to get. And I have a couple in my hand as I decide. And then this guy, you know, he's like, ah, he says to me, he's like, ah, another movie buff, hey? And I'm like, oh, God, who's this Walmart guy that's going to want to talk to me now? I'm just trying to buy a movie. You know, he's like, it's, it's so many movies, right? I just, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. He's, and so immediately I want to, like, distance myself. I'd, and I realized it's an image thing. I am concerned about what other people might be thinking of me talking to this weird-looking dude. And then I realized that's not right. That's rude. Why should I care? He's just being polite, pointing. I may not be the movie buff like he is. He obviously looks like someone who spends a lot of time on movies. I like movies, but not like this. And here's why. Because <laughs> back to he's a – I had to get over myself, though, and just, to, you know, just let him talk to me while I'm rifling through movies. I'm really just nodding and being like, ah, nice. He proceeds to tell me that he's practically, you know – no space in his house for him anymore because he's just wall-to-wall movies. I'm like, oh, for the love, of course. And then he proceeds to whip out his phone, and then you thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? Get your mind out of the gutter. Whips out his phone and uh, presents the spreadsheet on his phone that he has for me of his thousands of DVD collection, you know, and it's all jotted down, and you can sort it which way or the other, and comedy, drama, this, that, and I'm like, great for you. Nice that you have this huge movie collection. What a sad life. And I again get out of my head, I'm like, I shouldn't be so judgmental like that. That's... Who he is, that's what the world is made of, that's how we go round and round. Really, I'm just fearful that this will probably become me someday, and so I shouldn't judge him if I don't want people to judge me down the road. Really? Right? Isn't that the truth? So I'm still trying to be polite and nice to this guy, he's still talking to me, whatever. And so he's trying to point out movies, you know, this, oh, have you seen this, or how about this, or what did you think of that? And I'm like, oh my god, I just want to get out of here, I just want to pick out a movie, stop bothering me. Still working through my issues of, just be nice to this guy. So finally, you know, I have Couples Retreat in one hand, and then I pull out this other movie called Taxi. I'd never really heard of this, and it had Queen Latifah on the cover and Jimmy Fallon. I'm like, Jimmy Fallon in a movie? Oh, my God. I have, I'm a huge fan of him now that he's on The Tonight Show, and I thought, i, I got to see a movie that he's in. You know, so I'm, I have this in my hand, and then the, the gentleman says, oh, that's kind of a good movie, actually. I was kind of surprised. You wouldn't think, but it's a, it's a, it's a lot of laughs. And I thought... My first thought is whenever someone tells me they like a movie, it's that's taken with a grain of salt unless I really, really am on sync with that person personality-wise. You know, only a best friend can tell me see this movie because it's like listening to critics. Don't listen to critics. Don't listen to other people's opinions of the movie. If you want to see a movie, you go see that movie. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And then I think to myself, hmm. Anyway, so he proceeds to be like, hi, or, you know, good luck on your search, and then Mosey's on his way, this gentleman. And I thought, finally, and then I thought, Drew, calm down. Get your, get your, get pull the stick out of your ass, you know. And so I have this movie in my hand, and I'm thinking about this situation. I'm like, what a nice guy, you know. I shouldn't stop judging. Be real with yourself here. And uh, he was, he made a movie recommendation, and I wasn't really going to hang on to it. And then I thought, why not? Why not take this movie? This gentleman was so kind to point it out, and he is saying this is good. And if he is a movie buff like he is, maybe maybe I should take this for what it is, and 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 really watch this movie. And so I bought the movie. I haven't watched it yet, but I thought it's also really appropriate because this is supposed to be for the car. And so if I'm going to have a bunch of people in there that are going to be watching a DVD, we're taxiing somewhere. So why not have a movie in there called Taxi? (laughs) 
So I bought this movie. I haven't watched it yet, but it was just an insightful moment in myself to to look and look at myself and take myself out of the situation and just be kind in the world. So I think I'm just sending a message right now to be kind, everybody. All right, finally, before we go, I like to leave everybody with some insightful words, just random things I find here and there that just sound insightful. And uh, this, I don't know if it's more insightful or just funny, but I recently heard at work um, a coworker saying on the phone, she was playing uh, phone tag with somebody, and they you know, kept missing each other, and so finally they got on the phone, and I heard my boss say this, and I, and I never really, I don't think I've ever heard this before, and I thought it was just absolutely funny, kind of probably an older saying, back with the rotisserie, rotisserie phones, rotary phones, Drew rotisserie phones. <laughs> That's like having a chicken help, help you dial. Anywho, so she's she says, to after they've been playing this phone tag, she says, boy, I'm harder to reach than a cookie on the top shelf. And I, <laughs> I just sat at my desk and laughed. I'm like, that is hilarious. I love that. I've never thought of something like that. I'm like, I need to make a point to remember this. I hope I can use this someday in my own life. Harder to reach than a cookie on the top shelf. Isn't that swell? Isn't that very Wisconsin? I love it. So I just wanted to leave you with that. And that means I'm leaving you. Oh, not for long. There's always going to be another podcast, right? This is the Drew Han Show. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you're having a swell day. I hope you've enjoyed my um, anything and anytime, anywhere kind of moments that I've just shared, the in-between moments. This is just a day-to-day experience of, of Drew Han and the world, really. Um, if you like what you're hearing, keep on listening. There's other past episodes you can, you can backtrack and get your fulfillment to Drew with. And that I also want to say, Facebook. Well, a lot of us are on Facebook, right? Just like the Drew Han Show on there. Just type it in, Drew Han Show. Really, you can Google it and find the Drew Han Show anywhere. YouTube, but not a lot It's on YouTube, I will be honest. I've stopped p- putting that stuff on there, but it's still out there for you. I have a YouTube channel. And then, of course, there's Twitter and Instagram I'm on. And, um, of course, you can download the show or stream it free on so many different platforms. There's iTunes it's on, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, iHeartRadio. I mean, it's out there. So, like I said, just Google the Drew Han Show and you're going to find it. So... I hope you've had a great time with me. I've had a great time with you. Um, consider me next time you're buying wine. If you see Han Wine, purchase it. If you see anything, just toast to me. I love to toast anytime. So until next time, salutations and smooches. Mm-hmm.